You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's 11 o'clock at night. It's dark. You're sitting in front of the mirror getting ready for bed. There's nobody else in the house. You see something move in the corner of your eye. You glance to your right, but you don't see anything. Another minute goes by, and you think you see movement again. So you slowly turn to your left, but again, the room is empty. You turn back around, and staring you face to face in the mirror is a cat. You jump back, because you don't have a cat, and there's no cat in the room. But there he is, staring at you in the mirror. Welcome to Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week, we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Now, step into the supernatural world of pets with your Paranormal Pets ghostly host, our ghost host. Hello and welcome to Paranormal Pets. I'm your host, Brandy Stark, and for this episode of December 2011, we're going to take a look at the mythical, spiritual, and supernatural symbolism of deer. Of course, we certainly see a lot of deer right now with Christmas, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, for example. So we're going to start taking a look at how other cultures, which, by the way, include the Celtic, Christian, Catholic, Islamic, Germanic, Greek, Hindu, Hittite, Jewish, the occult, the Buddhists, the Slav, the uh, Shintoists, and the Hungarians, among others, including manufactured mythology or popular culture, uh, how all of these uh, cultures, or as many as we can get in in a short period of time, uh, take a look at the notion of the deer. So we'll start that right after these messages. Time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. Is the coast clear? Yes. Let's go. Are you sure they went to Petco? Where else would they go? Whoopsie. Hey, calm down. I smell presents. <gasps> Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash Petco and get up to 40% off hundreds of holiday items at Petco. PetLifeRadio.com slash Petco. Uh-oh, step on it. Okay. Oh, not on my tail. <laughs> Petco, where the pets go. Dyson. The new Dyson Animal Backs are powerful bagless upright backings for homes with pets. Air muscle and radio root cyclone technology generates the strongest suction power to powerfully remove dust, dirt, and pet hair from the home or car. To order your Dyson Animal Back, go to PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson. PetLifeRadio.com forward slash Dyson to order your Dyson Animal Back today. Dyson. Music to your ears. My name is Brent Atwater, and I'm the Animal Reincarnation Authority. Join me every week on Alive Again, and let me look at your pet's energy to determine if they're going to reincarnate. I'll be able to tell you when they're going to come back and what they look like. So send me your pet's photo and email me your question at brent at petliferadio.com. 
I'm looking forward to answering your questions on Alive again. Every week only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host. And welcome back to Paranormal Pets. I'm your host, Brandy Stark, and today it's all about the deer. So we're going to start with our best connected legends of the deer. We're going to start with the Celtic. The insular Celts held deer as supernatural animals, also known as fairy cattle, that were herded and milked by a localized and benevolent fairy giantess. How can you not love that? Each district had its own giantess, who also had the ability to shapeshift into a red deer. In addition to her responsibilities of milking and herding the deer, she also selected which deer would be slain in the next day's hunt. Now, I find this fascinating because in indigenous cultures, uh, particularly Native American, Northern, you're going to find somebody called the Caribou Man. And Caribou Man, basically it sounds like uh, this giantess and Caribou Man certainly fit into the same uh, supernatural guardianship figure. But uh, Caribou Man was responsible for the souls of the caribou. So when they died... They went up to Caribou Man, who took care of them in the supernatural world and prepared to send them back to be reincarnated. Interestingly enough, if the rituals of the hunt were not performed correctly or if hunters got too greedy or if the deer were not appreciated for their sacrifice, they could complain to Caribou Man, who then would refuse to send the souls back to be reincarnated into Caribou, which could be really a bad thing for the tribe. So he was a a guardian and a maintainer of behaviors as well. In Ireland, uh, there was the old woman of Bierre, and my accent is terrible and I apologize, which is an island off the coast of County Cork. This old woman took the form of a deer to avoid capture. And according to uh, this localized region, people who come, or characters who come from the land of the dead to visit Ireland, uh, come in the form of deer, or at least are connected with them. And of course, there is Crununos, who is a god of Celtic mythology that possessed two deer antlers on the top of his head. Oddly, he is known as the Horned One, or the Horned God, even though he has antlers and not horns. He would shed his antlers, I guess, every now and again. Canunos is also known as the Stag Lord, the Horned God of the Hunt, the Lord of the Forest, the Lord of the Hunt, and the Lord of the Animals. He does seem to have gotten merged in, perhaps, with Pan, which might be the connection. Uh, Pan was connected with goats, and he was a Horned God. For Christianity, there are a bunch of saints, and I find these fascinating. One is St. Giles, who's a Catholic saint especially revered in the south of France. And it was said that he lived in seclusion as a hermit in the forest near Nîmes, where his sole companion was a deer or a hind, who, according to some, sustained him on her own milk. And he is usually depicted in art with a hind. That's how you know who he is. There is also a church associated with healing in France that says that when the site was being rededicated, it appears to possibly be a pagan site that was rededicated to the Christian uh, church, particularly that of Mary, 
the bishop, Vossi, climbed the hill where he found that it was snow-covered in July. And in this snowfall, he found the tracks of a deer around the snow, which actually created the outline of the foundations for the future church. That's pretty cool. There's also a St. Hubert, or Hubertus, who was said that he was not being a good Christian because on Good Friday morning, when the faithful were going to church, he went forth to hunt. As he was pursuing a magnificent stag, the animal turned around and Hubertus was astounded to see hanging between his antlers a crucifix, which was a pretty big sign that he needed to change his heart and he went into the saintly life. The story also appears in a later legend and has basically been appropriated from an earlier legend of St. Eustace. So apparently there's a couple of saints. And in fact, uh, I've also seen this uh, Hubert, Hubertus, and I've seen a couple of variations of this story, very similar, very mild variations. Later in the 6th century, the bishop St. Gregory of Tours wrote his chronicles about the Merovingian rulers, wow, I slaughtered that, but who appeared with the legend of King Clovis I. Uh, He was praying to Christ in one of his campaigns so he could find a place to cross the river uh, in battle. And considered as a divine sign, a huge deer appeared to the king and showed the army where it could pass the river. In the 14th century, and this probably relates to St. Eustace, the deer again appears in Christian legends. There's a king saint... Ladislaus I of Hungary, and he and his brother were hunting in a forest, and what appeared to them was a deer with numerous candles in its antlers. As the saint knight said to his brother that wasn't a deer but an angel of God and the antlers were wings, the candles were shining feathers. And he added, the place where the deer was standing was meant to be built into a cathedral honoring the Holy Virgin. The deer is considered by some Christians to be a symbol of Christ. The biblical book, the book of Solomon, chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, reads, The voice of my beloved, behold, he cometh leaping upon the mountains, skipping upon the hills. My beloved is like a roe or a young hind. Behold, he standeth behind our wall. He looketh forth at the windows, showing himself through the lattice. My beloved spake and said unto me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. And that's the King James Version. Even though it is Solomon, remember that Christianity will oftentimes look back to the Tanakh or the Old Testament scriptures and find connectivity to the aspect of the messianic figure through symbolism. The Ottoman Empire, the Turkish people that converted to Islam, brought with them their belief and cults involving horns, deer, antlers, and hides. And actually, it does say the pre-Islamic Kaaba itself had ram horns mounted on its walls. So that actually does make sense, believe it or not, because uh, it is said that uh, Abraham was tempted to sacrifice his son Ismael, very similar to the Isaiah story, and instead, of course, uh, animal sacrificed at the last moment, and it was a ram. In specific, in the Ottoman Empire, coming from Asia Minor and Thrace, there was a deer cult that was very much widespread, 
and probably a meeting and mixing of Turkic and local traditions. A famous case in the 13th century has a holy man, Father Deer was actually his name, who lived with his deer in the mountain forest of Bursa and gave Heinz milk to a colleague. Basically, uh, the idea was that this hind fed him, just as we saw with St. Giles. Germanic, an Anglo-Saxon royal scepter found at Sutton Hoo burial site in England, features the depiction of an upright antlered stag. In Beowulf, an old English poem, much of the first portion of the story focuses on events surrounding a great mead hall, meaning the hall of the heart. It was actually where they were meeting was literally named the hall of the deer, if you will. In the poetic Edda, poetry, the four stages of the world are described as feeding a world tree. The poem further relates that a stag lives on top of Valhalla, and it is also said that the god Freyr killed Beli with an antler. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, Even Sigurd is presented as having been nursed by a doe. Boy, there's a lot. Let's look at Greek mythology. I like the Greeks. They're kind of fun. In Greek mythology... Artemis is the virgin huntress. And of course, there are multiple stories. Now, Artemis I find fascinating because Artemis and Diana actually both are goddesses representing life and death. Uh, Both are goddesses of childbirth, interestingly enough, pregnancy and childbirth, and they protect nursing young. They are virginal. So it's kind of unique that these virginal goddesses are associated with the outcome of fertility. But not only are they responsible for life and new beginnings, uh, they are also goddesses of the hunt. Uh, Diana in particular is oftentimes associated with uh, ghosts, very similarly to Hecate, Crossroads. And Artemis herself also bore the weapons, the arrows that killed women, just dropped them dead. There are a couple of stories. Uh, She does have a sacred deer. One of the labors of Hercules was to capture her hind, which was a white deer with golden hooves and antlers, as I recall. It's interesting because it says, as a hind bearing antlers was unknown in Greece, the story suggests a reindeer, which unlike other deer can be harnessed and whose females bear antlers. The myth relates to Hyperbora, which would be a land north of Greece that would be a natural habitat for reindeer. Hercules' son Telephus was was exposed as an infant on the slopes of Tegea, but he was also nursed by a doe. Artemis is also associated with a very famous myth, the myth of Actaeon, who was a hunter who inadvertently came across Artemis taking a bath. Instead of running and placating and hiding in shame, unfortunately, our hunter decided that he was going to play peeping Tom and watch the goddess bathe. So, Artemis splashed some water in his eyes, and our hunter was transformed into a stag and torn apart by his own hounds. Artemis was also said to have ridden in a chariot that was drawn by deer. In Hindu mythology, the goddess Saraswati takes the form of a red deer called Rorit. According to one of the Upanishad, Saraswati is the goddess of knowledge and learning, so learned men use deer skin as clothing and mats to sit upon. A golden deer plays an important role in the epic of the Ramayana. 
Interestingly enough, Rama and his wife Sita had been banished from their kingdom due to politics, essentially, in the king's family. And while they are banished for 14 years in the forest, Rama plans to leave Sita behind so she can continue to live the good life. But Sita is the perfect wife and says, oh, no, no, my husband, where you go, I go. And so she follows Rama into exile. In exile, they live very humbly. They build a a hut, essentially. And as they are there, after several years, Rama, well, let me put it to you this way. Rama is out. Sita is in the house. And a for lack of a better term, a, a devil figure, uh, Ravana, who represents the negative aspects of karma, the self-centered aspects of karma. He actually apparently was a pretty good guy, except for this one thing where he grew very selfish. And that was that he saw Rama's wife, Sita, and he fell in love with her, or at least in lust with her, and wanted her. So what he does is he calls to his, as I recall, it's his brother, to transform into a like a deer that is studded with jewelry. He's, you know, a golden hind, dripping with jewels. As I think I've seen it in one place, it's like a walking form of Tiffany's and uh, sends this deer to Sita, who sees it. But the deer, of course, is too fast for her, so she calls upon her husband and her other guardian, his brother, and says, please get that deer for me. And Rama, as the perfect husband, says, well, I really shouldn't do it, but if you want it, Sita, I'll do it for you. And so he chases down the deer, and while he's chasing the deer... Sita is captured by Ravana, and this this is a huge plot point for the Ramayana, uh, because it then leads to Rama gathering an army of monkeys and going in and freeing Sita, and then her trial by fire, etc., etc. And, and you can read the myth. I recommend it. I do teach on it. In the Hittite form, the stag was revered along with the bull. And it continued to play a part in Hittite mythology as the protective deity whose name is recorded as Kal. Other Hittite gods were often depicted standing on the backs of stags. In Judaism, the tribe, the Naphtali, bore a stag on its tribal banner and was poetically described as a hind in the blessing of Jacob. In Jewish mythology, as discussed in the Talmud, exists a kind of giant stag by the name of Kirush. He is said to live in a mythical forest called Devi Elal. And if I mispronounce that, I apologize again. My accent is always very, very off. And what I'd like to do at this point is just to give you a little bit of a break. And we're going to listen to some messages. Uh, We'll come back. We'll finish talking about the deer and the symbolism. And then I'd like to tag on a couple of paranormal animal encounters. So we can finish those up for this year. And we'll be right back after these messages. Now, time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. It's the holidays at PetSmart, so come one and all. There are hundreds of gifts for pets big and pets small. Toys only at PetSmart so special and new. They'll love the gifts. You'll love the value. Hurry to PetSmart today for your very best friend and save 30 to 50% before the holiday ends. The holidays are just around the corner. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart and save up to 30% on awesome gifts for the pets and pet people in your life. 
toys, collars, leashes, PetSmart gift cards, treats, and more. So shop early and save money. Go to PetLifeRadio.com slash PetSmart today. Love your pets but wish their medications were a lot less expensive? They are at 1-800-PET-MEDS. You'll not only save on flea and heartworm medications, but on prescriptions for arthritis, incontinence, thyroid, and more. And you get fast service, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Plus, our licensed pharmacists ensure accuracy, monitor drug interaction, and more. See why over 5 million people have trusted their pet's health to 1-800-PET-MEDS, America's largest pet pharmacy. Call now or order online. Go to PetMeds.com forward slash paranormal to get 10% off any order and free shipping on orders of $39 or more at PetMeds.com. Celebrate your special occasion and give her this classic semi-eternity band created with one carat brilliant diamonds channel set in 14 carat white gold. Exclusively yours from ice.com. Free shipping over $150, free returns, and 30-day money-back guarantee. Go to ice.com and use promo code ACTFP and get 20% off your purchase. Or use promo code ADTFP and get 20% off at diamond.com. Ice.com or diamond.com. Get 20% off from Pet Life Radio. Hi, this is Ken Jones from the new Prince of Ponds podcast. You are listening to Pet Life Radio. I invite you to come get your feet wet at Prince of Ponds. My show is all about ponds, fountains, waterfalls, and all the critters that live in a water garden. Join me here on Pet Life Radio where I answer your questions. Go ahead, splash me. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host. And welcome back. Uh, Just to conclude on what we have for the deer, in the occult there's a spirit called Furfur. Uh, who is depicted as a winged heart or deer. The Scythian uh, had reverence for the stag, which is one of the most common motifs in their artwork, especially at funeral sites. The swift animal was believed to speed the spirits of the dead on their way, which perhaps explains the curious antlered headdresses found on horses that they found buried in Scythian sites. In Slavic fairy tales, there are golden horde deer as a part of the mythology. In Shinto traditions, deer are considered messengers to the gods, especially a white deer, which is usually shown as a divine messenger. And it has, the white deer has become the symbol of the city of Nora. Hungary, there are two brothers two men, I should say, who are the founders of the Magyar people who followed a white stag. The stag led them into a brand new land that they named Scythia. The two men, Hunar and Magor, populated Scythia with their descendants, the Huns and the Magyars. To this day, an important emblem in Hungary is the many-antlered stag with its head turned back over its shoulder. 
Okay, there's actually more. Uh, let's take a very quick look at the Buddhists. For the Buddhists, deer are a direct reference to the Buddhist's first teaching in Deer Park. Interestingly enough, the deer actually represent the fact that Buddha's appearance and the peaceful nature of his presence was so strong that even the animals came to listen to his sermon. In the Tibetan tradition, a monastery which holds the Kangir and the Tengir collections of texts would have the symbol of deer on both sides of the Dharma wheel located on the top of the roof. The Dharma wheel uh, is kind of the wheel of symbolism here. So we also end up with deer as totem. Here, deer's medicine includes gentleness in word, thought, and touch. This is a little more new age, if you will. They represent the symbol of gentleness, unconditional love, and kindness. They are the ability to listen. They have grace and the appreciation for the beauty of balance. They understand what's necessary for survival. They have the power of gratitude and giving, the ability to sacrifice for the higher good, and a connection to the woodland goddess, which are alternative paths to the goal, of course, of happiness, etc., Native American hunters prayed to the deer to give them a good hunt and in return promised to take no more than that was essential for the survival of the tribe. This was a reminder that in our own spirit of gentleness and unconditional love, we should extend this idea to all species, not only our own. From deer, we can learn the gift again of gentleness and caring and of grace. And it is said that if a deer crosses your path, this may show you that you are very compassionate, gentle, and loving. If you don't have these qualities, then consider it that you may have a problem that needs addressing. Are you facing a challenge in your life, whether with a fellow human being or a delicate situation? If you are feeling negative emotions such as anger, try letting those go. Think about whether a gentler and more loving approach can sort the issue out. It may be necessary to speak the truth, and this is best done with kindness and from the heart, as this will generally give a better result. So... Probably more than you ever wanted to know about deer has been shared today, but I thought it was kind of an interesting aspect, and I will say that for the holidays, I am giving some friends ornaments that are deer. I've always found them fascinating and beautiful, and I think that their connection worldwide uh, is quite unique. Now, the symbolism of deer as supernatural beings, as spirits to the underworld, probably is prehistoric, well, not probably, is prehistoric. I find it fascinating because the idea is that the deer would sacrifice themselves for us. They agreed to die for us so that we could consume them and thus survive. But in return, we were to honor the deer and not be greedy, which uh, unfortunately in today's world is something that I'm not sure is perpetuated. But perhaps through this episode, it might be something that can be passed along to others. So as we wrap up this episode, I am going to have a couple of paranormal encounters for you from a couple of listeners. So here they are. Okay, so tell me about the cat in the store. The cat has been here at least as long as I've worked here, which is four years. And the cat has been seen by a number of people or felt he tends to run in between legs and rub up against people's legs. Very, very common. Orangey color, big, big kind of fluffy thing, kind of fat with a fluffy tail too. And he will scoot around here frequently. 
Mm. He will also lie on the counter and stuff like that, too. And does anybody know who he belonged to? I don't know the answer to that. I don't think we ever got the definitive answer on that. Okay. So he's just here. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, and seems very happy here. All right. And with that, my friends, we are going to conclude this episode. I want to encourage you again to remember the animals over this holiday season. There are many charities in need. And I know while we help oftentimes humans in need, uh, don't forget the animals. Please remember your rescue organizations. If you would like to get a pet for somebody over the holiday season, there are many, many animals in need. Try to save a life that already exists. That's at least my philosophy. I would rather have someone who needs help and would appreciate the help rather than create something for my own needs. So please remember the rescue organizations, Pug Rescue, Rodent Rescue, the SPCA, the shelters, the pounds where animals are oftentimes killed. Please remember these places. Please consider getting your pets from these locations. And with that, I am going to hope that you capture the spirit of the season. I wish you all happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, happy Saturnalia, Merry Christmas, happy Yule, and may you and yours find a very peaceful and joyous holiday. Pet Life Radio presents... Paranormal Pets, where you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion, with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.